He abandoned corporate America to embark on a whole new venture in horror podcasting. Please join your host and his sister for today's episode of Not Your Average Horror Show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Not Your Average Horror Show. Apologies for missing a couple of days there. We are actually on the road right now. We've taken a trip back to where we grew up in upstate New York. Adrian and I have, as a matter of fact. Back to the motherland. <laughs> yeah. Plattsburgh, New York. <laughs> of course, today it's uh, raining pretty hard. So we're just kind of sitting here handling a podcast. Why not? Yeah. I mean, there's, options are kind of limited when you have a day like this. And I happen to bring the stuff with me. Yes. Well, options are generally limited up here. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Why did we come up here anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neither stuff to do. I had a job to do, but... Yeah, your house sitting, a friend's house mm-hmm. from high school. Yes. Exactly. Yep. And of course, there's nearby locations, uh, Lake Placid, Burlington, Vermont, Montreal, Canada, all within spitting distance. <laughs> yeah, there actually is like a variety of things to do. It is kind of like in the nexus of like some nearby interesting things, but... Yeah, if um, you weren't born or grew up here, you'd kind of get here and be like, well, there's like a very depressing mall. Yeah. There's a very shut down downtown. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. <laughs> Some street renovations going on, which is kind of, I think think lending itself to the shutdown of some mm-hmm. restaurants yes it happens that fast you shut down <laughs> one street nobody goes and then the restaurants that have been there for 30 years or more are now gone yeah they survived covid <laughs> but not um not some best interest of local renovations right but um yeah yeah we got some friends from high school we're touching base with also so leprechaun which was released in 1993 to not much fanfare, which it shouldn't have gotten. Uh, this movie, my first memory of this, I think um, that guy Josh, our neighbor, I brought him up before. We were both into horror movies, and I remember him talking about it. And all I remember him saying was, me gold, me gold. He's like, Leprechaun's so fucking stupid. Like, why does the things always say, me gold, me gold? And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, well, I haven't seen it, so it, it doesn't sound that interesting. And I eventually did, and yeah, it was pretty much as dumb as describe (laughs) yeah well i mean i don't really have much experience with leprechauns outside of like the lucky charms commercials um and despite the fact that i was in ireland for a whole 10 (laughs) days i don't remember witnessing one leprechaun really i did all over the place (laughs) they were fake my first day in dublin i kept seeing you know all the tourist spots they had like giant ones there'd be really tour buses going by with just like these gigantic leprechaun faces you never saw that (laughs) no i mean it was shameless pandering to what i uh lucked out (laughs) how about that (laughs) speaking of that i thought leprechauns were supposed to be lucky i mean isn't that why they have all the gold um yeah again i don't really know what's behind the leprechaun lore but i don't know why they have the gold like what they're planning on doing with it like yeah it's like they just have it yeah what's the point and then they just want to keep it yeah forever well you know i guess they're they don't want to spend it (laughs) they want to sit on it (laughs) yeah what is the what is the leprechaun lore we should have done more research before launching into the uh I guess. Or the movie could have just like explained better, you know. So what I'm getting (laughs) at That was too much to expect. (laughs) Yeah. Well what I'm getting at with that question was, you know, right in the beginning of the movie, a man brings back 
uh, a sack of gold, I guess, from Ireland, which he stole from a leprechaun. Mm. The guy lived in North Dakota, and he had been out in Ireland on a trip. This is going back to 1983, mm. where the movie takes place, and it starts off with that. And then the leprechaun, I guess, follows him back home. And uh, Yeah, he, know, he was in a suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> did he mean to bring him back, or did the leprechaun just sneak in there? Oh, I don't think he meant to bring the leprechaun back. Right. He wanted to just take his gold and uh, kick rocks. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the leprechaun, I guess, starts um, trashing the place, kills the guy's wife, right? Mm-hmm. I think he pushed her down the stairs or something. And then the guy like starts discovering all this. And when the guy finds the leprechaun, he's like, he's like, what have you done with my wife? And where's my gold, by the way? <laughs> did you take my gold? He like instantly forgets about his dead wife. Or did he ask about the gold first, now that I'm thinking about it? I don't know. Whatever the case, he he mentioned his wife, but he was way more interested in what happened with <laughs> yeah. the gold. So somehow he managed to like, I guess, trap him inside that big crate. Oh, he had the the clover. Yeah, I can't remember how he presented it. If he like lured him in there, nailed it shut, and then put the clover on top. Mm. So I thought leprechauns would have liked four leaf clovers, but in this case, like it was like a power that could like stop the leprechaun yeah yeah it seemed like a very weak defense too because i'm like well (laughs) when he like put the clover on top of the crate i'm just like wow just like the tiniest gust of wind or yes any kind of basement issue like if the sub pump broke and like it got flooded and the clover like rotted like <laughs> right a little mold could have <laughs> yeah well i think the guy was just you know using that as kind of just a a placeholder for the moment cuz he intended to like gas the whole place mm-hmm. and then light on fire but uh, right as he was about to do that he has a heart attack yeah so i didn't know if did the leprechaun cause the guy to have a heart attack or did he just get lucky yeah, but he still had know. to sit inside the case because the four-leaf clover's on top of it. Yeah, well, I thought for sure the guy would have died, um, but I guess he didn't. No, he did die. Wait, Daniel no. Grady. He didn't die because he, then he comes back later on in the movie. Daniel Grady? Uh No, he he died, and then the other guy, Jennifer Aniston's father in the movie, yeah. he bought the place just because it was up for sale no but they go to visit him in like the oh the nursing home or whatever and he's like almost crazy or something oh was that him wow i completely forgot about that (laughs) we're the best um movie (laughs) recappers ever i blame it on a weak storyline uh but yeah yeah okay i think you're right i do remember like you know we watched this not too long ago but i can't remember like these these little um, plot twists. Plot points. Although it was kind of a big deal. It was like pretty stupid. He was <laughs> he followed them to the hospital and was chasing them around in there. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it was um, a stroke. And Something. he survived and then he was put in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the house didn't burn down. Yeah, I guess not because like that's where the story takes place the <laughs> <Right>. whole movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> For a minute I was thinking like he had the match in his hand and like he fell down and dropped it and the whole place burned down. Yeah. But, um, yeah, nope, the, the movie would have ended right then and there had that been the case. If only it did. <laughs> if only this thing did. So, um, yeah. So speaking of characters in the movie, where do we start with that? 
Here's a funny thing. I'll start with a quote from a Washington Post review from that time when it was released. <laughs> they said that the human actors are all bland. Um, as if a group of morons who act like they flunked kindergarten. But <laughs> Aniston might be competent in a better film. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I love reviews from when before these people got big yeah and this i just looked this up and i didn't realize this was before friends i thought it was mm. filmed sometime while she was already in friends and then that made me start thinking about like actors who were either helped by the tv shows by or by the movies they were in to get tv roles mm -hmm. so in this case i guess maybe she got noticed in a movie and then that helped her go on to bigger things with the tv role yeah. and then eventually better movies this was like her big break or prelude to her big yeah break. it really was but it's just so funny to think that you know she became really huge <laughs> it's just like and the guy's like well she might be she common. might she might be fine <laughs> <laughs> but hey that was a good call though yeah well maybe in comparison to everybody else in the movie she like stood out <laughs> yeah of the human actors yeah. um she and one thing I was thinking about her also is kind of interesting is that she has been a really big name for several years. But when you think about like any leading roles she mm -hmm. might have been, like, does she ever strike you as like a leading actress that commands the presence of a movie? Like, say, like Jennifer Lawrence or mm -hmm. Margot Robbie or going back a little further, like Kate Winslet or Emma Stone. Like, she doesn't really have that kind of... Yeah, I mean, I think she was, like, kind of typecast to, like, the rom-com genre. Like, she never yeah. really broke out of her friend's um, character. She kind of more or, less, more or less stays in kind of that personality type <laughs> throughout I guess any of her other... That must have been what it is. I mean, she's easily as attractive as any of those ones I mentioned, but... Mm -hmm. um, the fact, yeah, I always thought it was interesting. It's just like, when you think about it, yeah, she never was. I don't know if maybe she just recognized that about herself and she was happy to take, you know, supporting roles. Mm -hmm. Maybe she felt like she knew her place or did she want to have bigger roles and just wasn't able to? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, obviously she's extremely successful in, in what she had done and she's probably one of the most recognizable actresses. But, you know, just when it comes to like, an actual leading role yeah i don't know who knows yeah i was also thinking about other actors who might have been like helped by a movie like which came first i was thinking of jason alexander oh did you ever see pretty woman um i've only seen parts of it okay so he played like a scumbag lawyer in that and yeah. that was also i think that came out like right around the same time as the first sign that might have been the same year so i'm not mm -hmm. sure like what would have come first in that case but yeah so um yeah there wasn't really like a whole lot of recognizable actors the one now the leading human in the movie the guy i recognized from the movie summer school from the mid 80s okay which was pretty hilarious and that was he played like a teenage male stripper oh boy <laughs> <laughs> and he was always sleeping in the class because like he had the nighttime job yeah so he was never awake and mark Harmon is always like you know kicking him on <laughs> the desk you know it's like what's the problem and he eventually catches him at the strip club <laughs> like he was wearing a mask and yeah. mark Harmon's like is that what is that you like what are you doing here it's like, <laughs> oh mr shoop like that was the he played the teacher mr shoop in the movie yeah he's like, please don't tell anyone don't tell my mom he's he's like, <laughs> he's like you shouldn't be doing this 
He's like, listen, I'm 18 years old. He's like, you know how people always say, you know, if you only knew then what you know now. Mark Harmon's like, yeah. He's like, well, I know. Uh, and he just goes back to like, you know, collecting all this money from women, you know, like <laughs> as they're jamming, you know, like wads of cash. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't see. Yeah. So I'd never seen him in anything else, I think. And oh, maybe there was some other movie. I forget what. But um, anyway, but look, the leprechaun itself was a good actor. Like this guy was actually a, a legit actor. He's a little person. He was in um, the movie Willow, if you ever saw that. I did not. Val Kilmer, right? Mm. Okay. And a couple other things, but he played the part well. Um, yeah, I thought he was like the best actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like a legit actor. Um, so He really leaned into the elite, my, the, the me gold. <laughs> yeah, he sounded like what a leprechaun would sound like, I think. The problem with the movie is that, you know, all the stuff put together, there was nothing scary about it. It really was not. Like, were you scared in the least bit? Well, no. Moment? And, like, I couldn't really figure it out if it was, like, trying to take itself seriously or if it was, like, I don't know, you know, you have, like, those movies like The Meg and Sharknado where it's just like, oh, here's a horror movie, but it's, like, not a horror movie. Um, yeah. Well, I think... What I was reading is that initially they wanted to make it kind of like more scary and more of a horror movie. Yeah. And then the leprechaun guy himself, I think, had some objection to that. <laughs> and he wanted to add some more humorous stuff. Yeah. And I... then, But here's the funny part. Then I think the director was like, okay, but we also want to make it more gory, too. <laughs> so it was kind of like an upping of the had an identity crisis. <laughs> but, like, it does seem like it would be really difficult to make a convincingly like scary movie out of a leprechaun <laughs> like i don't really know i always thought leprechauns were supposed to be friendly yeah but are they not well are that's what i was to be, like tricksters again this just goes back to like my lack of leprechaun knowledge yeah well there there's like a whole lot of stuff about leprechauns that are just um stuff you probably never would have known like the thing about shining the shoes it's like they <laughs> they either they love doing it or they have to do it but at some point <laughs> it's a combination of both that's so. how i guess <laughs> and that's how at one point in the movie I remember when i saw this like years ago in high school i was like what is he doing like they kept throwing the shoes at him <laughs> yeah uh and he couldn't do anything until he shined all the shoes they kept getting more and more shoes to kind of like distract him mm -hmm. um so that was like really weird but apparently that is like a leprechaun thing hmm. um right. well good to know yeah and okay. um that comes in handy in the future yeah keep lots of shoes around <laughs> and what you were saying too about like you know maybe it's just impossible to make a movie that is scary with a leprechaun and that's what i was thinking as i was watching this it's just like okay well they gave it a try <laughs> and it to some success it was like a million dollar budget and it made nine million dollars oh, wow which might not that's... obviously nine million dollars isn't much in terms of like major I guess. but if it only cost you a million dollars to make it that's a good return <laughs> So I'm thinking, well, okay, I did what it set out to do. But then I was thinking, there's one movie out there, though, Child's Play. And mm. that, you know, was kind of the same kind of idea. Where you're taking a very small, you're taking a child's toy, and you're trying to make that scary. And that movie did a very good job of doing that. Yeah, I mean, some kids' toys are legit scary, like Furbies. I feel like we underestimated kind of how scary they were, but also just like 
really beat up, ugly looking dolls. Oh yeah, are right. Horrifying. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. And there's been tons of movies about like child's dolls too. Mm-hmm. But you'd think if you know they can do that with a doll, like why can't they do it with a leprechaun? It's like every scene was just like, and there was no suspense either. Yeah. It's like he'd appear on screen. It's like. Okay. Well, there he is. You <laughs> They're know, just, just so like gimmicky. They're like on magnets and commercials and stuff. And like even the name is like Ooh, the leprechaun. <laughs> it just seems so silly. There's just like much more potential out there for scarier things. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I think it could have been done. Like if Child's Play was able to do it, mm-hmm. and they made that. They put some comedy in that, and it was a good balance, and it was a good pace. Yeah. And it was there were some pretty terrifying scenes. Yeah. Well, maybe you can. Well, not uh... terrible. Like back then, it was. I know it's a joke now, child, because you know the production company itself kind of turned it into a joke with seven sequels and Child's <laughs> Wife, and it's just like give me a break. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure there is uh, opportunity out there if you wanted to do a Leprechaun reboot. Well, it has been done actually. Oh no. <laughs> There's been like I think seven sequels to that. But I mean, like a reboot, <laughs> like. Well, in terms of... here's a funny, like the other day I was in the store and I saw Leprechaun, the Return of the Leprechaun <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and it's just like, oh, that's obviously not the original Leprechaun <laughs> character. And it showed like some very modern looking, you know, teenagers in the background. Yeah. From, like recent. So I picked it up and looked at it. And um, on the back, it said 2018. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay. They're so still going. It's recent, but it's still five years ago. It's like, has there been more since then? But I guess that was the last one. And that supposedly is the direct... They're trying to present that as a direct sequel to the original movie. Oh. So that's a must. So I bought it. Uh, 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 oh, boy. <laughs> Have you watched it yet? No. I probably never will. <laughs> but I just... I don't know. In the moment, it just seemed like... The right thing the to right do. The right thing to do. But I'm like, yeah, why would I have bought that? So there's been a lot of Leprechaun sequels... Um, there's the scenes of like where he's actually killing people. It's like, I almost can't remember any at this point. The only one that stands out in my mind, the most ridiculous one is the, um, pogo stick. (laughs) Do you remember that? I do only because you told me about it earlier and then yeah. I saw it and it was as ridiculous as you had. Uh, yeah. That one stuck out of my mind ever since like, <laughs> I first saw it when it first came out. And then again, it was pretty much as dumb as I thought where it's like he gets on the pogo stick. The guy's laying on the ground. And as he jumps, it goes in slow motion. Yeah. As if that's going to make this scarier. <laughs> and then it just shows it like, I don't know, hopping on top of the guy with the pogo stick. And the guy's like screaming in horror. Oh, but no. what is a tiny little leprechaun yeah, pogo I mean, stick like going to do to someone? 30 pounds maybe <laughs> yeah. at the most. I feel like my cat like jumping on me in the morning for food is like, more than that (laughs) yeah right that could be worse (laughs) so it wasn't a very believable thing i can't remember um at the end somebody gets caught in a bear trap i guess Mm. and a leprechaun bites his foot maybe or tries to make that more of a uh and there was the police officer Did, did he shoot the police officer the leprechaun shot somebody didn't he Mm. He took the police officer. Oh, he gun. took his gun. Yeah. I'm not sure if he shot the cop or not. Oh, I think you're right, though. I do remember him, like, you know, in the police car with the cop, and it was, like, kind of dumb also. Yeah. Again, um, 
behold us two very good <laughs> movie <laughs> recappers. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> you as forget you're... half the movie. <laughs> I know. As you're watching this stuff, it just doesn't really seem like stuff that that's worthy of making notes of. <laughs> I mean, I do have a couple things that I did write down where I didn't know the guy's name, like the love interest of Jennifer Aniston. I just like Oh, the guy from summer school. Yeah. I just noted him as like the purple vest guy because that was such a distinct feature of his character. Oh, he had one. Yeah. The painter. Mm hmm. <laughs> he just wore that the entire time. <laughs> and he basically convinces Jennifer Aniston to stay at the at the house oh yeah he was trying the old reverse psychology on her yeah he's like oh you can't cut it go ahead run back to wherever you're from then yeah he's like oh you're afraid of you know spiders and a creepy yeah. house and then she's like oh i'm not never mind i'm, I'm not afraid gonna... of spiders <laughs> <laughs> i will stay here <laughs> that's so funny though because like one of the reviews also um described her as a Beverly Hills brat who audiences will want to die. <laughs> <laughs> she does kind of fit the profile for like somebody who would die in a horror film, like one of the first few or something. Yeah. Although she never did. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. Yeah. She played the part well, you know, for what it needed to be. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, I also wrote down that like, these guys did like the worst paint job on this house. Like <laughs> the colors they chose for the house, like were just like, it was like a bright blue and a bright red. And they were like painting it in like patches. Uh, <laughs> like, they absolutely got zero work done on this house. And like Jennifer Aniston is like trying to paint like the window frame or something. Oh, wow. I don't remember that. And the, well, I wrote it down cause it's just like, <laughs> ridiculous and then the painter guy he's like wow <laughs> like, ah. you did such a good job that's pretty funny so that right there pretty much um shows how much the storyline caught your attention like you're literally <laughs> watching paint dry instead of watching <laughs> and i thought like it was a really weird dynamic between the kid mm -hmm. and then the the dumb guy i think they were trying to like paint like a very familiar dynamic because it's like you see that sometimes in other movies like there, it was kind of like that in the goonies and it was kind of like that in um... oh yeah the goonies really made parents look stupid i don't think without deliberately trying to do it yeah they just made the kids look like they knew how to save everything and the parents were very minimally involved in that movie <laughs> yeah yeah um like dad don't sign the contract <laughs> yeah Hold, like at the end of that like rips it off immediately <laughs> at the very end of the movie <laughs> yeah like i know there's like other examples of that out there but it's like it was trying to do something that other films had done successfully <laughs> uh, yeah where the kids are smarter than the parents yeah or, or just like this like very signs. odd like the odd couple kind of duo um yeah that's 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 kind of how I saw it. Like, it's an mm -hmm. odd couple. Like, I don't know why they were such good friends, but for yeah, some reason. Yeah, what brought them together? They should did... have. Why didn't they elaborate on that more? This could have been developed. <laughs> really just, you know. I mean, yeah, there could have been a prequel instead of, like, so many sequels. How did the three guys that paint become a team? Maybe have their own spinoff show business? that had nothing to do with the Leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. Here's the three guys from Leprechaun. Honestly, it sounds more interesting. <laughs> well... And do you remember, like, when the kid said to the the guy, he's like, wow, 
if there's more gold where this came from, or, you know, he found the sack of gold, right? He's like, we need to keep this safe, and then we'll be able to get that operation for your brain to oh, make you smarter. yeah. The guy's like, really? <laughs> and then it's like, there's such a weird line to include. Like, why would the kid, the kid seems smart. Like, so why would he even say that? Yeah. And then sure enough, one of the other actors in the movie overhears him. He's like, why are you telling him about a brain opera? He's like, you know that can't be done. And the kid's like, I know that, but he doesn't. <laughs> um, but okay, like, now you've got the gold. And he's like, yeah, so how about that operation? Then what are you going to tell him? <laughs> I don't but, think uh, they... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, none of that made much sense. <laughs> but it was that guy, by the way. So I, when we were watching it, I misspoke, by the way. I thought for sure that guy was Dave Thomas from... Bob and Doug McKenzie, oh. their movie Strange Brew, but it was not. Oh. He's somebody totally different. I wrote the name down, Mark Holton. Um, and he's been in a few movies like Teen Wolf, but <laughs> he looks so much like him, I thought for sure. And he was doing that weird noise they did in Strange Brew also, or I thought he was. Like, do, 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 do. It was like some kind of Canadian <laughs> thing. And he was doing it in Leprechaun. I'm like, okay, so for sure that's him, but it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. Very I guess once again, it was like trying to be... It was trying to be something. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, I could not, like, I thought for sure that was the same noise as what Dave Thomas did in Strange Brew. And to find out, that's not even the same actor. Like, <laughs> something's not right. Or maybe he wasn't trying to do that. But, um, yeah, that was a weird dynamic. And then that guy you thought maybe was going to be dead at the end of the movie because he swallowed the coin. Being yes. a dumb asset that he was. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember why that happened either. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going to bite it to see if it's real mm-hmm. gold, right? And yeah. it's like, how the hell would he have known, even if he does bite it, what the gold is going to taste like? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, or is it the taste, or is it like trying to like, detect the softness of the metal? That might be it. I mean, I've seen people do that, but I, it looks <laughs> pretty unrealistic to me. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> funny. I guess that was kind of like a funny interaction between those two. I guess they they made a good pair but it was kind of dumb but yeah the whole movie was yeah yeah what else did you have there um i made note of again it's trying it's hard to like put the notes into context because of how little i remember of the plot of the movie oh but yeah they, exactly like, get back to the house at one point and they see like everything is in disarray they're like how did this happen and then the shoes are all lined up and they're like maybe it was a bear (laughs) oh yeah as if the bear came in and it was just like i'm just gonna trash the place but (laughs) i'm gonna line up their shoes (laughs) yeah we'll need up your shoes here we'll put that (laughs) and the leprechaun also makes a point to like polish um suede shoes which i feel like is a very uh massive plot hole because you don't polish no yeah that's strange (laughs) Like what? Somebody had like suede shoes on, and he was trying. I don't remember that part. Or were yeah. they just like sitting there? As... They were sitting there, and mm-hmm. they were also throwing them at him, and he was polishing them. Yeah, <laughs> very unrealistic. <laughs> Leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, it was not a great movie, but something that had to be done. Why? I have no clue. <laughs> you know why? It's summertime, and these are like more light-hearted summer movies uh-huh. that you know are very brainless. That's always one thing that I think they—I don't know why—but critics talk about that. You have like less brainy movies in the summertime. Yeah, you have might have like bigger hits, action, comedy type stuff, but it's not something that's going to like win any awards. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's what I was getting at with the past few weeks of like the stuff that's not really so much horror movies. Like, what else was there? Oh, the Mean Season. Yeah, that's not really a horror movie. Um, what else was before that? The Beach House. Yeah, that was kind of like borderline. Borderline horror. Yep. <laughs> and something else. Yeah. So this, I guess, is the closest to horror, but we'll start getting back into more horror-related stuff soon. Yeah, everything is still TBD. <laughs> yeah. However. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, it's August. Two months from now, it's going to be October. Ugh, don't say that. So, well, I know. I was just using that to kind of, like, demonstrate how fast October's coming up. <laughs> Not that it's fast, but I'll have to start, like, thinking about what movies I want to put front and center then, because, like, that is the month to do it. Yeah. September, October, mm-hmm. we'll get some good ones going then. Yeah, so bear with us in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, nobody's, I think people are always like doing other stuff in the summertime anyway, right? Yeah. That's what we were saying before, how I think people are just like out vacationing. They're not paying attention to podcasts. Of course, that's like based on nothing. That's just me <laughs> assuming things because that's Your how own it... experience. <laughs> I'm trying to like relate this to TV shows, how, you know, the old network TV shows, you'd always have reruns in the summertime. Oh, yeah. Because nobody was watching them. Very true. The people would be doing other stuff. You wouldn't count on people. Well, it's a good thing because they're not making TV shows right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, there was... <laughs> I did write down a quote that the kid said um, <laughs> <laughs> that was like, strangely, I don't know if profound is the right word, but the quote is that you can kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that strikes me as like interesting, but he's so wise. (laughs) Yeah, you can kill anything. (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. Like when they had to go to the hospital, who were they bringing? Like, oh, her dad. Mm -hmm. Something happened to him. I forget what. They had to go to the hospital. (laughs) Was it? Oh, his hand. I think he stuck his hand under the truck, and the leprechaun bit him. Oh yeah, that's right. First, yeah, and then he was just, like, gone for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he was just gone. It's almost like he died in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Like he was I, never like, mentioned again. Yeah. First, Jennifer Aniston was standing by the truck, and he, like, scratched her. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. she thought it was, like, the guy in the purple vest. She was like, what are you doing? That's <laughs> suddenly, like, there's three bloody cuts on her on her foot. And her dad comes out and puts his hands under, underneath, and the hand is, like, all mangled and bloody. Yeah. And then he goes to the hospital. <laughs> and then the kid's like, great, let's bring a gold coin along with us because maybe there'll be like a, uh, an appraiser there. And oh, sure enough, right. Like, right next to the hospital is like Bill's gold and silver <laughs> shop. It's just like, how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always, like you can always count on there being an appraiser. Oh, every hospital, hospital has that mm-hmm. right next door. It's like attached. Yeah, yeah. Be. <laughs> and then the leprechaun knew enough to follow them there to look for the coin and badger the appraiser. But then he was like, there was he was always like a step behind, though. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't get the coin. The guy swallowed it before he could do that. Yes. And the... Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like when the guy swallows the coin, what was the there was something. A big plot point in there that I remember bothering me, but I guess I didn't write it down about him. I don't know. The leprechaun was like not honed in on the guy that swallowed the coin at first. Oh yeah. Okay. So he didn't know. Yeah. So here's the thing. There was two coins taken from the bag. Mm-hmm. 
there was one the guy swallowed, and that must have happened right off the bat. Then yeah. they brought the other one to the appraiser and left it there. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, hey, make sure you write us an invoice to make, not an invoice, but like um, a uh, document that says you're holding this for us so you yeah. can like get the real value of it. Right. The true value of it tomorrow morning. And the guy's like, okay, no problem. And he puts it in the safe. Mm-hmm. So Leprechaun gets that one coin out of the safe. Yeah. So he came, he got what he came for in that case. But so he's, by getting that coin, I guess he was getting some of his power back. Yeah. Which enabled him to do oh, some okay. more bullshit, whatever he, he did, <laughs> like to try and yeah. kill those other people. I feel like I lose the plot on these movies so easily because the logic is just so fractured. Yeah. <laughs> like... But that, yeah. So he gets that coin and, and right after that, he was able to pogo stick the uh the store okay. to death i see because he was dissatisfied he only had the one coin he wanted the rest of them yeah yeah, yeah. understandable okay i mean who wouldn't be Ah, <laughs> uh, yes yeah, so leprechaun a not a gem not a classic not a great movie we don't even recommend watching it absolutely not <laughs> do something better with your time <laughs> we'll try and come up with something a little better ourselves to review next time so look for it maybe the fun house um, okay. You know the fun house, right? Do I? Toby Hooper, director of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and 2. Mm, this isn't directing me any <laughs> further to any kind of recognition. Yeah, yeah, we'll see that. So, until then, everybody, thanks for listening. Find our website, if you may. Leave us a comment, not your average horror show, hyphen a podcast. Way down at the bottom. And we will see you next Wednesday, hopefully. Maybe.